0: come back to notes for later first of all i want to apologize for my voice because i'm really sick i've been sick for like the past two or three weeks which is huge i know but i've just been catching colds indefinitely i would heal from a cold and then i would just catch another one it's been crazy and the weather has not been helping france's transition into fall has not been the smoothest. But yeah, anyways. Um, I came back with a new episode after decades of disappearing. And I have a few explanations to give. I have been going through numerous transitions. As you guys know, I was in a gap year last year and i had to come back to france where i study i came back super early my classes i think started mid august i came back around mid july just to earlier i think than mid july just for me to be able to you know get used to living alone again um get used to my own company be alone adjust to everything I know it seems dramatic, but like just I spent a whole year back home where I was taken care of and I was not in the best place mentally back home. And I just really needed to, you know, gain my sense of autonomy back and it honestly really helped. But however, I was not in the right place to record a podcast episode i have tried numerous times and failed at that but now is the time um i feel ready to record myself again and yeah i'm more than happy to do so so speaking of <clears throat> regaining your sense i told you guys i'm really sorry because i'm really sick and it's gonna be annoying but yeah i mentioned regaining autonomy After a period where I was, you know, in a bad place mentally. Well, today's episode is going to be about sense of self and mental illness. We're going to be exploring how to gain your self-respect, your autonomy, yourself back after a period of suffering, after an episode after um not even after, it could be during how to not lose yourself completely during that period, how to prevent yourself from causing a lot of damage to your person and to your sense of individuality. I want to talk about this because obviously it's something that I struggled with and it's something that I've become an expert at because i struggled at so much during so long i've literally i okay i have been struggling with mental illness since i was 12 or 13 and i have been treated for it since then and medically treated since i was 15 and i have gone through a lot of very 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 bad episodes and more you know passive ones so i know how my autonomy and my individuality and my sense of self-respect tends to shift throughout these periods. And how my perception of myself is also, unfortunately, widely shaped by the things that I'm going through, by the things I'm emotionally experiencing, by the thoughts I'm feeding my brain Blah, 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 everything. So let's just get writing. This is not going to be a very long episode. I hope it's light. I hope it's not too dramatic. I hope it's still pleasant to listen to. I know it's a very triggering topic to some of you, but this is a no-filter page. This is a safe place for us all to discuss issues that everyone deals with and i think mental health is something to be talked about in the most, you know, honest and um straightforward way without like triggering people obviously. Okay, before we start today's drink. Um today's drink is not coffee. I'm actually in bed and i am drinking a strawberry chia collagen powder coconut milk smoothie it's actually really good like, I've really been into strawberry smoothies lately I don't know why but like I like the pink color and it's really good honestly you know um, wellness (laughs) but no, honestly, it's really good guys, make this if you don't want the collagen powder try to get like one that tastes really good because I got a really bad one and the one that I'm using right now is amazing. Um, But if you don't want any powder, don't put any powder in it. The chia, coconut milk, and strawberries is enough. But yeah. This episode is gonna be in two parts. First, we're gonna talk about how and why and the ways you lose yourself when you're in an episode, when you're mentally ill, when you're struggling. I'm gonna talk about um, various things according to different situations as well, Uh, whether it's like a chronic situation, whether it's just like a short period of time or a prolonged period of time, whatever. We're gonna talk about it all. And then we'll also talk about, in the second part, about solutions, yay, we're fixing problems now. Um, The second part is going to be about how to gain yourself back, how to gain your sense of self back, how to gain your individuality, your autonomy, your sense of, you know, persona and your, most importantly, self-respect and dignity back. I'm not saying you lose dignity. I'm not saying you're not dignified when you're struggling. That's not what I'm saying. Let's just get it out of the way before I start. What I'm saying is, you think you lost your dignity. You think you're not there anymore. You think there's no sense in who you are anymore, which is not true. Mental illness, um, and also when you're going through, if it's not mental illness, if you're just going through something hard, whatever. uh, Rough patches make you feel, in general, like you're not worth it. They seriously play with your perception of yourself, and That's what we're trying to, you know, I'm trying to give you a little bit of coping mechanisms, stuff that I figured out throughout the years. When I go through phases where I'm not myself, where I feel really bad in who I am, where I feel really bad in my life, in the place where I am, um, where I feel like, Life has not been going well for me, and when I sense that I am, you know, falling, relapsing into a very, very, very um, strong mental episode, this always happens to me. I have struggled with depression, with severe depression for eight years now and it comes in episodes for me it just comes in big waves alongside with many other mental illnesses unfortunately but when the comes <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i think i'm gonna be making jokes as a coping mechanisms but um I'm going to try not to do that. I'm going to refrain from doing that because I just realized how bad it is. I'm sorry. Okay. When depression comes in those waves, I feel like I'm losing myself. I completely lose grip of kamar, of who I am, of my person and the little girl inside this body. I just completely lose it. I don't know where it is. I don't know. I think it comes from many, many, many symptoms of depression. I'm taking depression as an example here because I think it's something a lot of people can relate to. A lot of people may not be diagnosed as depressive, but a lot of people might feel depressed. And it's something that's also very, 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 very common. Anyways, a lot of the things that can cause you to feel that way is, first of all, I think... This is a good thing. I think this is a good one. You know when you're feeling depressed, when you're depressed, when you're in a depression episode, depressive episode. You stop taking care of yourself. You stop doing the most basic shit that you're supposed to do as a human being. For example, waking up and brushing your teeth. I have been in phases where I did not, I could not leave my bed. And I know this is disgusting. But I know it's real, and I know a lot of people struggle with it. I did not brush my teeth during that period for, like, days. Let me just, like, tell you that I couldn't shower either. I could not brush my hair. I couldn't do shit. I couldn't leave my bed. So I was just, you know, there in my bed. With a bad breath. Not eating. Not taking care of my... Not doing, like, the most basic hygiene stuff. And it was so hard. I couldn't even see myself in the mirror. When I walked past the past mirror, I just, okay, when I walked, like, to go to the bathroom, because I wouldn't walk <laughs> for anything else. I could not bear. I remember, like, I would avoid you know, look at myself, just catch a glimpse of myself, of my reflection in the mirror, because I was so disgusted about at what I looked at, I knew my reflection was not going to be good. I was not going to, you know, be happy about what I saw. And it's not because I didn't look bad. I didn't look, like, awful, you know? But <coughs> I felt awful. And it translated into the way I saw myself. I felt very dirty, even though, you know, it doesn't. I do not look dirty, like... You know what I mean? You cannot tell if I've brushed my teeth or not. Whatever. But I would look into... Like, I I just knew that looking into the mirror would be very painful and that I would see something that would just, you know, crush myself. So being able to, like, do the most basic self-care, physical aspects of self-care, plays a lot with our sense of self. Because it's self-care, because you're taking care of yourself, because you're doing stuff to maintain your physical, your body, your material existence in this earth. The second reason why I think we tend to lose ourselves when we're going through a rough path is the loss of purpose that comes with it. Because it's really hard for you to leave your bed, you don't wanna to go to school anymore. It doesn't make sense. You don't wanna to go to work, you don't wanna to talk to your friends anymore, you don't wanna hang out, you don't wanna practice whatever sports you're doing, you don't wanna do eat, you don't wanna, you know do whatever activity you're used to doing. You don't wanna read, you don't wanna watch a particular TV show. Everything just loses sense. You cannot see yourself this is like a larger scale, but you cannot see yourself in the future. You stop being able to envision a future for yourself. It just becomes insolite, insolite, insolite. Oh my God, I hope I'm saying it right. Once again, not a native speaker, insolite in French. So yeah, it loses, everything loses its meaning. And you just ask yourself, You tell yourself, okay, nothing's worth it. And you ask yourself, if nothing's worth it, then what am I even doing here? Then I'm not worth it. If my presence here does not bring anything, is not going to result in any outcome, then I'm not worth it. I'm not worth being here. I'm not worth um, any of this. And it's not true, it's not true, it is not, it's just, as I told you, chemical distortion in the brain plays a lot with your perception of yourself, it plays a lot with your perception of what you're doing here, and of life, and of everything that you used to once enjoy, if you enjoyed it once, this is just, you know, a parenthesis, but I always tell myself this, if I enjoyed it once, and I stopped enjoying it now and I don't see the reason to do it now, because I'm like, you know, going through it, it is because, only because, and only again, because I'm going through it. I am biased. My judgment is completely biased and altered because of the chemicals in my brains in my brain that are acting up. If I enjoyed it once, there is ground to my enjoyment there are reasons why I enjoyed doing that thing. So I try to force myself into doing it. It almost never works, but at least I feel reassured, you know? I don't get up and do whatever it is I'm supposed to do, but at least I feel, you know, I can take a deep breath. I relax about the idea that, oh, okay, no purpose. No. Actually, I used to enjoy this. It's just that now, it's not really the right time for me to be doing it because I'm tired, because my brain is tired. And it's just trying to, you know, shut down for a bit before it picks me up again, whatever. So yeah, losing purpose plays a lot with self-respect and sense of individual individuality because you feel like you vanish. You feel like your personality vanishes without purpose, because unfortunately, and I'm going to s- talk about capitalism again, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I know I'm super annoying with this, capitalism has made us, has transformed us into purpose-driven individuals, we're just here because we have a goal, oh, today's goals, today's to-do list, uh, this week's objectives, uh, This company has blah, 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 tons and tons and tons of objectives for this year. We have to reach them, blah, 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 blah. So everything we do is goal and purpose-oriented. And I think it's bad because it, it really alienates... I don't think it's... I, don't, I mean, is it bad? Isn't it? I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's bad or not. Yeah, I don't have a judgment to make here. But however, it is damaging in the sense of alienation and... When that purpose goes, it becomes very dangerous, you know? A lot of people fall into severe mental um, episodes, especially depression, after losing a job because they lose purpose, after, after failing a class, after blah, 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 because purpose is attached to reason to live, and it's not good. It's just one thing that you need to do. There's a lot of things to do, and even if there's nothing to do, nothing to do is good. Um... The great Karl Marx, it, also someone I'm going to speak about a lot in this... Well, if you know me, of course I'm going to talk about Marx. Um, Marxist vision of life is for us to, you know, just hang out. Be in nature. And enjoy being in nature. Satisfy our most basic needs. And go beyond the idea of having to work to produce money to whatever... You know, outgrow that capitalist little bitchy phase. And I think when once you detach yourself from, oh, purpose is purpose of life. No, there is purpose, specific purpose and purpose of life. So, yeah. I don't know if that made sense. I hope it did. <laughs> the third element that will lead you to losing yourself when you're going through it again is literally losing your self-confidence, okay, it's either because you're passive, you can do anything, you can take care of yourself, whatever, but also when you're going through, like, you know, a period of time where you don't feel very confident, when you don't feel confident at, at all, um, it can itself, like, be the cause of your depression, but it can also be um, a symptom of it, I know I don't struggle with self-confidence when I'm, you know, okay, Normally, I don't struggle with it, but in times where I'm struggling mentally, my self-confidence just goes down the drain. It's non-existent. It leaves. It it goes. It packs its shit, and it goes away, further, 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 further away from me. It goes to the furthest point away from me. <laughs> and it can either be like, you know, self-confidence in my body or in what I do or whatever, That's another reason that can explain why you lose yourself. The last reason is losing control. This is something that's also like, top-tier, relatable for me. Because I struggle with a personality disorder. I have been diagnosed for a year and a half, a year, something like that. And um, it's very new. I have not grew up... I mean, I did grow up with it, but I didn't know. Whatever. But it's not something that I had in my mind until very recently. And I still, you know, try to figure out how to cope with it. And if you guys want, um, I can do an episode dedicated to living with a personality disorder. But I think this episode covers it pretty well. I didn't choose to talk about uh, personality disorders in this specific episode because as like, as an example, because I figure depression is, you know, more relatable, more, I don't know, whatever. I think it's kind of arbitrary also. (laughs) I don't want to give reasons where they're not, but yeah. Anyways, feeling like you don't have any control, like you lose control, something I struggle with a lot. Losing control, feeling like I don't control anything, feeling like I'm just you know, a slave to my impulsivity, a slave to my mental disorder, a slave to my personality disorder, that everything is an autom- o- automatism, Um, that everything is an automatic reaction from my body and from my mind that I cannot control, fucks me up. The thought of that fucks me up. And it's not even like I choose to be passive, like, I don't control it. My mental disease acts before I think. Before I'm not even to process what's going on. It acts. And then I have to live with the consequences. So there's like, you know, sort of time difference between what's going on in reality and when I react. When my mental disease reacts. But yeah. It gives me this idea because, as you can notice, I've been expressing myself in a, oh, my mental disease and me Like, it's a dual duality in me. Um, Not to delve into the details, but this also is what I mean by not having any control. The thought of, you know, thinking there's two things that control you. One that you can control, which is you, your conscious self. And the other one, which is not you. Whatever it is that's controlling you, your mental disease, uh, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I think I've gathered all of the reasons why you can feel like you're using your sense of self when you're going through it. Now that we've covered and investigated... I feel like I'm doing an essay, whatever. Now that we've covered and investigated what can lead you... These are not all the reasons, by the way. This is just in my opinion. Like I sat down and thought. It's not professional. I haven't fact-checked this. Like It's just what I think, like, you know, we're having a little conversation here, very impromptu, uh, not, it doesn't have any backup research, (laughs) but yeah, um, okay, so now that we've, for the third time, now that we have gone through all of the reasons why you may feel like you're losing yourself, we're going to talk about how you can gain yourself back, and I think this is very important, because Talking about problems in life, in general. Problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, solution. Uh, This, I think, is because I religiously believe in... Like, religiously, both literally and from my religion, you know, like, both meanings of the word. I believe um, in my religion. God does not give you a problem unless there's a solution to it. God does not give you an illness unless there is a uh, cure so that's something that i strongly believe in and i should i think you should do honestly propaganda on this thought but yeah there's a lot of ways you can gain yourself back there's a lot of ways you can find yourself again there's a lot of ways you can dig just a little bit do you know gain grasp a sense of who you are, of your individual, of your autonomy, of your independent queen channel, your person type of ways. PSA though, I'm not saying get yourself completely back. I'm only talking about the aspect of self-respect, sense of dignity, of individuality. I'm not talking about healing from whatever it is you're going through. That's not the case here. We're just talking about yourself. Your your space self. You know, that's what I mean. Whenever I feel like I start relapsing, which honestly, it's not something that doesn't, that, like, happens very often, because I don't, you know, feel like I'm relapsing very often, that's not a super consciousness that I have all the time, but sometimes, like, a lot of times, it's too late to even, you know, sense that I'm relapsing, but sometimes I do, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, okay, shit is going down, hold on, most of the time when, like, you know, I realize I'm relapsing, I can't do shit about relapsing. Like, the relapsing part, I can't do anything about it. But, however, I do make sure that I don't lose myself in the process of going crazy and losing my mind. Um, I'm using crazy here not as an... You know what I mean. It's just the way of speaking. Whatever. I don't think... Uh, I'm not here to invalidate whatever mental episode you're going through doesn't make you crazy, doesn't make you insolite. Once again, this word, I need to figure out how to pronounce it. Insolite. I'm going to say insolite for now and hoping that my non-French speaker audience gets it. But yeah. (laughs) I always make sure that I don't, I try to make sure that I don't lose myself in that process. And that I, I try to, you know, hold on really tight to whatever bits of self that I still have how do i do that in ways that help me successfully not lose everything first of all work this sounds fucking crazy because i'm talking about take care of yourself about not being able to leave your bed etc but this has worked for me personally. I know it may not work for a lot of people. But I know that the most lazy people that I know. That are naturally lazy. Like not even because of a mental episode. Those people. When I've given them this advice. It has helped. That's why like, I'm very confident when I say this. So yeah. Work. I told you before that. Purpose and capitalism has alienated us into thinking that. Work equals purpose of life. And it's really bad, blah, blah, blah. I kind of shit talk the whole thing. It's not bad because... Okay, it's not, it's not what I mean. Um, the thing is, we're already alienated by that thought. We're already programmed to act that way. To act as individuals solely driven by capitalist purpose. We're already programmed that way for most of us. People who grew up in forests... Uh, annexed to humanity and to societies guys, I admire you if you're listening to my podcast I don't know how but big up uh, please take me with you <laughs> but um, to everyone else who grew up in capitalist society we're all conditioned some more than others to be driven by capitalist purpose so let's use that to our advantage what do we do we work that's like my first solution what i like to do is i try to force myself and believe me i know the hardest thing is getting to work i literally want to not be here anymore but i have to force myself into working i have to force myself into not because i'm scared my grades will fall whatever i don't care It's just that, you know, having something to do, having a goal, having a purpose will help with your self-respect. It will help with seeing yourself as an individual capable of things. And this will boost your self-confidence. When you, you know, make a little cute to-do list, 2015 YouTuber to-do list, whatever you want to do. And you come back and you tick one thing you did. Very small goals, whatever. It could be literally whatever. Um, I don't know, today I want to work on just reviewing my notes, just that, for the week, okay, for the week we're going to review my notes, and like you divide it, and every single time you tick a box, if you tick just one box every few days, one box a week, whatever, if you do one task, You're going to gain, you know, that feeling of satisfaction that everyone gets from taking to-do lists. That is going to help you feel self-confident. It's going to help you gain your self-respect back. You're going to be like, oh, I told myself I was going to do this. It was really hard for me to get up and do it. I did it despite my thoughts telling me not to. And now I completed the action and I'm proud of myself. This small moment goes a long way, trust me. The second reason is one that I don't believe in. But it's one that everyone repeats. And just, you know, all my friends always tell me this. uh, My family, literally everyone. And this is something that I don't do. And it's being grateful. Um, Okay, here's why it's a very smart thing to do. And also I'm going to say why I don't do it. You need to look for respect-worthy things within yourself. There are things within yourself, even when you're lying there with your teeth that you haven't brushed in weeks okay maybe not in weeks but guys try to brush your teeth because a lot of physical health okay psa a lot of physical health uh, problems can derive from from not taking care of yourself like serious ones so please try to that's another reason actually you know you don't want more damage done to your body that's a good reason but yeah um, look for respect-worthy things within yourself. Even when you're lying there, feeling disgusting, feeling like uh zucchini, just laying in your bed, not doing anything. There are still things about yourself. You're still there, you know? The individual, the person, is still lying there. She's just not active at the moment. She's on D&D. She still has all those things that make her worthy of respect. So look for that. When we always say you need to, respect is not something that's earned, it's something that everyone owes you that you need to give to everyone. Same here. You owe it to yourself. You have to respect yourself no matter what. So the first step would be to look at things that you are proud of. That if, Even if you don't see things that you yourself are proud of within yourself, ask others. You know your parents are proud of you for something. Um, you know your friends are proud of you for something. You know other people that you don't know are jealous because you got something that they don't. So, you know, look for those things. There's always something. There's always something that you can be very proud of. Before going into the third reason... The reason why I struggle a lot with being grateful and looking for respect respect worthy things within myself is that I literally can't. Like I try really hard but I can't and I know it's because um and that's this sounds very cowardly of me to say but my personality disorder and my in general mental illness has wildly affected the way I see myself. And I really struggle. Like, I literally try all the time to, like, you know, sit down and be grateful. But I don't see anything to be grateful about. And I know this sounds so fucking privileged of me and so fucking ungrateful kid. Like, you want to slap me in the face. But I swear to God, I can't. Like, I struggle so much with it. Okay, I'm grateful for the material stuff. I'm grateful for having a family. I'm grateful for having a roof over my head. For having food to eat. But... Like, more deeper than that, I don't find. And that's, you know, something I struggle with. But yeah, moving on. Honesty. Honesty is going to take you a long way. And it's very, like, it's a very good thing. That's why I put it as a, you know, solution. Um, It's very important here because you've just been through, and you're still going through, like, a mental episode, and no one, I think, more than you knows how much honesty is important. You need to be honest with yourself about who you are and who you are not, and my, I have a private Instagram account where, you know, I express myself very, very freely, and I have this quote that I like, that like gets a caption that I put once. Um, growing up means being honest about who I am, what I want, and how I want to do it. And I think it's so fucking powerful. And it's something that really helps me. Like, being honest with yourself. Just be like, I don't want this. Oh, I want this. Oh, I am this. Oh, I am not like this. Or, you know. So fucking powerful. You feel so empowered. Gain yourself back, that's it, pretty clear, finally, the last things that I think are important things to take into account when you're in this path of, you know, finding solutions and finding ways to gain yourself back, your sense of self-back, is the process of apologizing and forgiving. When you're going through it, you're going to be apologizing to people. You're going to feel bad because, oh, if you ever share with people, and that's something that I struggle with as well, you're going to be like, I'm so sorry to drama dump on you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, You're also going to be sorry about yourself. But this I'm going to talk about later. So you're going to be apologizing to people a lot. No. Honestly, No be careful be very very careful not to disrespect yourself while you're apologizing to those people first of all before apologizing please 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 take the time to make sure why you're apologizing are you did you do something bad no you just opened up it's okay it's fine but i get it if you want to apologize if you think you have grounds and very good reasons to apologize and also you will be making mistakes because you're chemically disordered And it's important to own up to those mistakes. And apologizing is a step towards... It's also, like, apologizing itself is also a step towards, you know, getting that self-respect back because you're responsible, you're owning up to your actions, and you're doing the right thing. But everyone makes mistakes as well. And, like, especially you during that time, you're allowed to make mistakes. You're not even feeling like yourself. So you do not need to be, like, you know... Degrade yourself and be disrespectful tools yourself for making mistakes. You need to apologize to people while maintaining self-respect. Do not be like, I'm the worst ever. Like, don't, don't think it. I know I always say that, but like, don't think it and beware. Beware not to fall into the trap of losing yourself when you're apologizing. Forgiving yourself and apologizing to yourself is also a very important part of this. Because you might have been someone who, like, you know, lost respect in the past from people or from you, who gave up on yourself. And you might feel like you've damaged yourself. You've, you've caused... I'm going to take a sip of my smoothie. It's really good, guys. I forgot about it. <laughs> you might feel like you've caused the situation in which you are. Okay. Okay. Fine, all right, fine, it's okay, but that's not you now you now the, the you that you are now is trying to find solutions is trying to you know try to at least get a grasp of a grasp of sorry a grasp of who you are, try to you know get yourself back it's first of all away from a way of apologizing and forgiving yourself, but It's also important to just sit down and forgive yourself for everything that you feel bad about. Forgive yourself for treating yourself very badly. Like you owe yourself the biggest apology. So please do it. Please do it. Self-forgiveness paves the path to self-respect. Yeah. I hope this episode helped some of you to gain their senses of selves back. My dms are always open on Instagram for anyone who wants to talk about anything if you relate to the topic. I thank you guys a lot for all your messages because I feel like I've built a very very small community but it that interacts with me a lot and The amount of messages I got saying, where's the new episode? You disappeared for so long. It's been overwhelming. And my DMs are open. If you want to talk about mental health, if you want to talk about this topic, if you have something to add, if you have something you don't agree on, debate, whatever, it's open. Please seek out help when you feel like you need it. Please do. There is a lot of resources on the internet to help you. Look up your local services anything talk to your university talk to your high school talk to your parents talk to the adults around you talk to your friends talk to your teachers talk to the cops i don't i know i always say defund the police but they can help you um but yeah there's a lot of things for you out there there's a lot of hope for you out there and there's a purpose as to why you're here if you're here there's a reason okay it's biological Blah 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 your parents had sex and now you're here no nothing happens just like that, you're here for a reason, and there's 7 billion or 8 billion of us, whatever, we all have a purpose, which is crazy, so, yeah, never forget that, thank you for listening, um, don't forget to follow, and to stay in touch, and yeah, hope you guys liked it, take care, I now realize that the episode is 40 minutes long, and I at the beginning I said it was going to be a short one. This is by far the longest episode on this podcast channel. I'm sorry, guys. I think it was worth it, though.